This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. When Captain EO came back, it was probably like seven or eight years ago now, and I went with our friend Phil. I was so excited. I'm like, we're going to go there. And I went there, and I was crying from holding in my laughter because mm-hmm. I because it was supposed to be this amazing thing and like and the music was great. But and like who directed that video? It's someone I know who it is, and I'm going to feel like a fool. Keep talking. So sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. It was just the funny. Like I sat there, like this is so funny, and so 80s or whenever it first came out and i loved it it's ridiculous and i just couldn't stop like i legit was like holding in tears from laughing silently to myself oh i forgot francis ford coppola directed it that's why Did he really yeah it was someone huge like that i was like was it george lucas was it ridley scott no it was francis ford coppola that's, i would have thought Vintner, they would have gone spielberg the famous winemaker fun that's- fact he makes wine. Oh, have you never had Coppola wine? I if don't you look like in, wine. if you literally go into any grocery store, there's Coppola wine, and oh, then there's like a rosé-ish, like sparkling wine that uh, with his daughter's name, Sophia Coppola. Interesting. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Now everyone knows about the Coppolas. All well, right. I just want to be a, like this person who has no idea about his work on Tetra or his work on The Godfather, but mm-hmm. just be really a big fan of the his wine. wine. Oh. You're, like, you're gonna be like, oh, I had the the Coppola today, and oh yes, and it, it, somebody there's a wine podcast right there somewhere where their fun fact is that oh he's also a director of what? a couple of a <laughs> he's a director. I don't know why this character is strangely I like British. British. <laughs> I just went proper, but I like it. That's Really funny. Three, four. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. Podcast, we're making a podcast about 30 Rock. We're calling it Talk 30 to Me. It is great. Hi, I'm Kimmy. I cut you off. <laughs> So loud! That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm everyone ca- turn. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh huh. That's great. I'm Kelsey, and I am blushing now because you always are blushing. This is Kelsey and Kimmy on location from Again. Talk Thirty Rock to me because neither of us wanted to drive very far today, <laughs> so we met halfway. We are at the No Buds Marketing. We're at a, a random location in Downey that and we shouldn't name. Ooh, now the city of Downey is going to get a whole bunch of like a flock of of, of talk thirty rock, rock to me fans. Yeah, yes, and they're going to be like, "Where are they?" You're like, "Well, you don't know." Although they're going to, but we are not at the normal place that you would think we were at if we were in Downey. We were not at Porto, so I'll right. buzz that. But no, <laughs> I, my dream is Sex in the City style bus tours going through Downey, pointing out the different <laughs> restaurants we've eaten at, with like women with feather boas screaming. <laughs> 
And then they serve night cheese. Yes. And Coppola wine. Coppola wine. There we go. <laughs> Bringing it all no, they around. Drink, they have to um, funky juice. That's Gross. a future yeah. 30 Rock joke. Although, uh, my problem is that whenever you think about juice, I think about Buster Bluth. This party's going to be unlimited <laughs> juice. Giant, it's a giant juice box. <laughs> this party's going to be oh, off the hook. so good, Kelsey. Well, Kelsey, I'm it. I'm not even, I know I busted in there. No, and you're good. I said, I talked before you, but now it's your turn to talk about Amazon, those things, because I am, uh, my brain's Swiss cheese and I can't remember it. It is. So we have two things I'm going to talk about today. So two. first is, as always, which we love so much, so is our Amazon portal. If you go to boardwalkaudio.com slash talk 30 rocks me and click on that support our artist button, mm-hmm. it will take you on over to our Amazon portal while you're buying mm. things. I recently bought on what Amazon, buy? and I bought it through our link, ca- something called Someone Someone's Something. You're doing it's, a great job with this, Kelsey. I'm great at advertising this. It's like Silly Putty, but it's clear, and it comes in this giant tin, like this four-inch Sounds diameter tin. horrifying. No, it is fantastic. You can watch the bugs drown in it. Ew. Is that a thing that people do with No, I'm just putty? saying it's clear so people, you can watch things die. Yeah. Well, okay, well, the, that, I wasn't, I don't want to get anything in it. I don't want to make it colored. I've been like, I, I had it shipped to work and so I can like play with it at work while I'm like on a call or whatever. And I like clean my desk meticulously ahead of time. So when I'm like playing with it, but so it comes out when it first came, it was in the container and I couldn't tell which side of the container it was in because it was that crystal clear. And then I was playing and when you play with it, it gets a little foggy. And then as it sits, it slowly gets clear again. And it is so cool. This is really I will try and can remember you post what a video it's of it going clear. Yes, although that and can you call ooh, it going, going clear? <laughs> Leaving Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> I really want you to call it going clear, and then people to get really confused. <laughs> They're like, "What? what is I just watched. Like? This is we are not done with our advertisements, but I just watched um, a movie on Netflix called." We're buzz marketing up a storm I'm today. I'm great at words today. Well, let's finish the Amazon plug and we'll get back to the It movie. was a really cool Scientology movie, though. It was like behind the scenes. Okay. And then the other thing. So I talk about Audible unintentionally all the time on our podcast because I love Audible. You do. I Particularly, I use Audible for um, our, my autobiographies because mm-hmm. give me somebody's autobiography and I will listen to an Audible because I want them to tell me a story. Like, Rob Lowe's autobiographies are my favorite thing in the entire world because who doesn't want Sam Seaborn talking about their life? Um, also, Dick Van Dyke's fantastic. Well, I can no just, one's going to argue with that. I'm just going to each week I'll talk about one of the Audible books that I just listened to. So I just finished listening to American Kingpin, which is not an autobiography, but it's because it's our book club book and it's about uh, this guy Ross something or other, and he uh, created and ran like the illegal version of Amazon, basically. I just love Ross something or other. I'm doing it great with names today. It is nine at night. (laughs) I think it's okay, but... It was all the pita bread. So it created the illegal Amazon? Yes, and and it's like drugs and weapons and explosions. Oh, it's like... Uh, It's like dark web. Yeah, it's the dark web. Yeah, it was called the Silk Road is what his website was called. Oh, I've heard about the Silk Road. The Silk Road. Yeah. I actually know what that is. Yeah, but not like the Silk Road in China. Like, Oh, it's not the one they used in the 1400s to smuggle in silkworms? It's newer than that. Um. Of course I know what it is, Kelsey. So, but, it was so, but we're reading it from my book club, and so I, 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 I ended up buying it on Audible and the physical copy, and it was just so good. So, But all that to say, we are now sponsored by Audible, Woo! and so you can go to... Um, audibletrial.com slash talk30rock to me and you can sign up for Audible and you get a 30 day, free tri- 30 day free trial. They need your credit card number but if you don't like it just listen to 30 days and you can unsubscribe and you won't have to pay anything but there are so many good books out there. Can I plug something on Audible? Yes. Um, listen to Wedlocked. 
with Kurt Brownoller and Lauren Cook, the delightful you 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 saw him in the big sick <laughs> you can see her at the show i tech at the virgil radio picture show second wednesday of every month uh th- when this comes out it will have just passed but wedlock will still wedlock will still be on still be on on audible and they just did a live show at just for laughs and i bet it's amazing you know why ron funches was on it as was cameron esposito and Rhea butcher so give oh. it a listen what was the name of that it's called wedlock wedlock it's them talking about marriage oh marriage and stuff oh like yeah. wedlock oh yeah got exactly it, got it, got yeah it. so it's them talking about marriage and going and interviewing people and, and discussing it and cameron and Rhea are really famous um, i and like married, that so so create your account today go to audibletrial.com slash talk 30 Talk to me, download your favorite books, tell us about it, and tell me if it's good because I'm always looking for new audiobooks because I've had an Audible subscription for a very, very long time. And also another cool thing about Audible, if you happen to read your books on Kindle, if it's set up for WhisperSync, wherever you're on your audiobook, you can start up uh, whenever you're at on your, what is that called? Your Kindle book. You can start it up on Audible and it'll sync to where you're at in the physical Kindle book. And it's freaking sweet. The world's and back too and complicated forth. for me, Kelsey. I love it. Um, Anyways, that's Audible and Amazon. And now back to the show. <laughs> Anyways, we 30, are here to 30, talk about 30 Rock. 30, 30. We're going to talk about 30, 30. 30, 30. 30, 30. I'm like, did I make a mistake? No, 30, you 30. did. Sorry, no, you did not. I did not. No, you did. Kelsey, what is going on tonight? <laughs> Why are you drunk? All I had was water and lemon. <laughs> what was in that lemon? What was in that lemon? Or in the hummus. <laughs> the hummus was for sure. One or the other. Spiked. Uh, I don't spiked know. hummus. I'm actually into that. They Flambe. offer jalapeno hummus. And I said no. You made a you made the wrong choice. I don't know what these things are. Anyways, it's olive oil. Oh, that makes sense. This is not. You know, this is really great for a visual <laughs> for an audio. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> picking up food that no one could see. 30-30. So my thirty thirty. Yes, what is today? It? I just recently, I always my thirty thirty is never something succinct. I have to tell you my train of thought to get there. Okay, um, take us on a journey. I started listening to my favorite murder on. You started listening to it Thursday. Oh, I'm so no, glad. Friday on my way to LA, I listened. To I'm episode so one. glad. What did you think? I'm 23 episodes in. I knew you'd love it. People <laughs> are obsessed with it. Um, I love it. I shouldn't be listening to it while You're I am house sitting alone. Alone, yeah, no, I can't listen to it. Shouldn't listen to it while it's dark out. No, it's scary. Shouldn't listen to an episode about a man drinking blood while you're trying to eat lunch. Ooh, um, appetizing. Yeah, it was. It was. It was interesting. I was like, why do I feel sick as it's, I'm like eating my BLT? It's not the kind of thing that makes you afraid of every man. Oh yeah, I'm every like, oh, man. like oh, oh, 100. Percent. Like, like the- I. So I've been. <laughs> This isn't even my actual 30. They're still getting there. But I've been housing for my parents, and the, the front bedroom window is, like, super low to the ground. Like, it's at bed level, just the front windows. And I'm suddenly super paranoid about, like, when I go to bed, the window being open enough that somebody could come through the screen. And so I've, like, been making sure it was only an inch or two, but there's no rod. And so for the first couple nights, I only kept – and I have shut it because I'm just convinced I'm going to wake up. Because the very first night I was there, I, like, rolled over in the bed, and I saw the back of the door into the bedroom – and there was a towel hanging in there, and I thought it was a person, and I straight up yelled out. You know what, Kelsey? Maybe we should start advising um, self-defense uh, podcasts. Ooh. Like maybe not advising, but like maybe we should find good self-defense podcasts. That might be really because this is like when I when I was reading and watching Dexter, my dreams were crazy. Anyways, this don't is, do this to yourself. I man. know, I know. I but you're listening to my favorite murder. What does this have to do with Thirty Rock? So. Because on one of the couple first episodes, they started talking about the people versus O.J. Simpson. Oh, of course. And so because of that, 
while binge listening, I was also binge watching. <laughs> is well, what happened. I'm so glad you finally gave in to watch that because Marsha Marsh Marsha is one of the best episodes of television I have seen um, in okay. years. The only reason I hadn't watched it is because we were supposed to watch it together, and that never happened. <gasps> You're right, John. Got that upset. Is I told the, John not to wait for me. That is the only reason. I know, and I'm finally, sorry. I was like, you know what? I forgot. I'm just gonna watch it. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. But you're not allowed to give me crap for having not watched it right. I was waiting. I appreciate that. You caught me. Uh I forgot I made that promise. Uh And I I apologize. I acquiesce. I'm I'm bowing to you. I appreciate that. So, but because of that, I never, like, Umbrella Kimmy Schmidt is really what the 3030 is on this. I did not realize all the trial scenes in season one was making fun of the O.J. Simpson Yeah, trial. that's what her hair is. I had, well, I just thought, okay, it's just Tina. I had and Tim, uh, Tim, no uh, idea. Tim Meadows. It was Tim Meadows in this, right? The actor? Yeah, he was the... Uh, uh, he was the, the guy who played... Uh, what's his face in uh, it? I can't remember anyone's I can't name. remember what the actors who played it in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I can't remember the... I know, I, pretty, I thought it was Tim Meadows, I just know, in, sure. the, in People vs. O.J. Simpson, it was Sterling, happened. who I love because of yeah, Army no, Wives. Yeah, no, no, exactly. <laughs> Oh no, Sterling came out. So uh, Chris Darnell, oh, Chris, uh, yeah, Chris Darnell, Darnell is the actual. I think Tim Meadows is playing the Chris Darnell character. Got it. it. But now I but have to I double check. D- I had no idea, and so it made it. I went through and I rewatched the last couple of episodes of season one. It made it so much more enjoyable. Like it was fine the first time through. Oh, like all the weird, like rhymey things they're doing. Well, and like the awkward. And like his like weird like manipulation. Their little like sexual tension sort of a thing. Like it was so. It was funny. It's really funny. Yeah, I just had no idea, and so I appreciated that a lot more now because I've now binge people versus oj simpson now i'm gonna be really upset if it's not tim meadows no it's jerry minor what am i doing i'm such an idiot i think i just assumed it was going to be an snl person oh that's that's Um, a fairly safe assumption uh yeah no i I think i also have had a lot of i've had a lot of tim meadows on the brain because Mm. he's a delight and i think sometimes i'm just like you know what's tim meadows doing right now What's up to? What's up to? Uh, he's What's up to? being the best part of pop Thing. star. That's what. That's a good thirty thirty. You're right. It is absolutely an amazing thing. You took a really long way to get there, but I really I enjoyed it. I also just wanted everyone and to know that I was now listening to my favorite murder. Um, I uh, think you're gonna love it, and I think that'll make um, a future guest we're getting on even more fun. So oh no, is that gonna make me nervous? Are they a serial killer? <laughs> yes, I'm having a serial killer <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Um, I'm actually we're gonna be running from him while nice. he yeah it's gonna while be really recording exciting. though exactly it's okay. gonna be really really All right. great we'll see how this goes it's gonna be it's gonna be super fun All right. so exactly. I don't know that any other podcast has had a, a like an action serial killer moment I just want I just really am inspired by horror elements so I just want to like <laughs> capture it in our podcast um, good 3030 I'm glad you're always watching Kimmy Schmidt because yes. you should I'm still working on my Tarantino-esque theory of how great news Kimmy Schmidt uh, and yes. the 30 Rock all live in the same universe the web give me some time the web exactly I, but I've given like three people like talks about this and like why I think this and no one no one fully is on board yet but I'll win you all I like it I'll win you all so good 3030 are your notes written on mail? I couldn't find my notebook last night, and it was dark, and my roommate was asleep. So you just pulled out a bill. I don't need And on the back of it is that no junk I don't mail. Need this. this is my old health insurance. I don't have anymore. And then this. This is like that, like Joy Triviani friends' life, where he's like eating I've got sauce my out of a jar. Here, color coordinated and notes. These are both from my health mail. insurance. I don't have anymore because I'm not covered like a cool kid. Ooh. I know, <laughs> living on the Congratulations. edge. Congratulations! I know I'm gonna get fined. Um, I'm so excited for that. 
But uh, thanks, Obama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Anyway, yes, I thought I'd actually was trying to make this a reveal because I thought you'd find it very funny. That but was no, so great. This is the truth. I couldn't find my notebook last night. I was like, well, i got to write it down. So I was, there was a stack of mail. I'm like, what things do I not want to open? <laughs> that is fantastic. And it's the things my old health insurance keeps sending me because they keep kind of be like, you can keep us. You just have to pay so much money. Right. I'm not made of money, health insurance. <laughs> But I'm ready to talk about this episode of 30 Rock. All right. We are talking about season three, episode 12. Yes. Larry King. Larry King. Um, fun fact, before I even get into my other facts. Um, I want to hear all the facts. AV Club, on their review of this, called this episode Jaleesa instead of Larry King. Whoa. Why'd they do that? Because this is the episode that Jaleesa is mentioned. Oh, no. I know Jaleesa's in it. I don't know. Because, okay, 30 Rock. Oh, don't you be telling me what's in this episode, Kelsey. I know like, what's in this episode. Well, because think about 30 Rock doesn't do, like, the name of the episodes ahead of time. So I don't know if sometimes they're given it. Or maybe that's what the name was going to be initially. And then they changed it after. Like, I don't know if AV Club gets information ahead of time or something. But I just thought that I was like, I like the Jaleesa. idea that, like, that, like, Carlock's, like, feeding AV Club. Like, uh-huh. hey, the next one's going to be called... <laughs> Jaleesa. <laughs> oh no, we changed it. We changed Proved it. It's you too wrong. Late. It's like ridiculous, but right. um no. <laughs> Anyways, so um. this episode air date was February 26, 2009. Mm-hmm. Director was Constant uh Constantine Macris. I saw the name Macris. and I was really into it. So uh Constantine has done a whole bunch of Law and Order. Oh, intriguing. This is her only episode of 30 Rock. I like that they were, she was like, I want to get into comedy. Right, right. <laughs> and she did a great job. This is a very funny episode. Well, yeah, because you know what's funny? That's literally the only, because she did Law and Order. She did an episode of Grimm. She did two episodes of Quantico, and she did eight episodes of Orange is the New Black. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So this is definitely, this is comedy's very, very not her. Uh, but she did some 30 Rock, and yeah. you know what? She did a great episode. Fantastic. That episode. has a lot of really funny, um, dramatic bits in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the writer was Matt Hubbard, who we've seen a whole bunch and we like him. Good old Matt Hubbard. My recap is that Tracy causes havoc in New York during a Larry King appearance. Jack and Elisa take the next step in their relationship, which comes crashing down, much like the economy. And Liz <laughs> finds herself Whoa. in a hostage situation Whoa, that was so to deep. preserve her dignity. That was so deep. I was proud of myself for that I one. I was really <laughs> proud of you. I'm, I was. I am really proud of you because I didn't even put that together about the, like, the metaphor. The markets, their right. relationship. I have feelings about this episode. Really? Um, I really enjoy it, but we'll get into it. But let's... Uh, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? You've I want to start anywhere. Feelings. No, I mean, my feelings won't come till the end. It's the Jale- I have feelings about Jaleesa in this episode. Mm, okay. Um, but but I think we can start anywhere. So do you want to... Maybe we should start... All right. Let's discuss where we're going to start for like 10 more minutes. Sounds good. Well, I think we should start with Tracy. Okay. All right. I think you should start, though, because I'm, I watched this at midnight last night, and I had a really intense weekend, um, bacheloretting, and uh, my brain isn't really working. Got it. So you can't remember names. I can't remember anything else. So right. go. Maybe I should force you to try and explain it. So this storyline starts with Tracy appearing on Larry King, as he is want to do on mm-hmm. occasion. And he starts talking about how what he's on their talk oh, 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 oh he's beforehand oh yeah they're literally so blocked they're like you're gonna be on Larry King and yeah. he's like cool and then, plug the show right he's like he's uh. like all you have to say is TGS fr- oh no no because it starts with him being like like you're on like you can't cuss and he goes I curse for three hours straight to get out of my system you dumb bitch <laughs> like, oh it's so can like, I whoops 
Can I say something about yes. that? So, fun fact, listeners, I've only been watching It's Always Sunny exclusively mm-hmm. for a month and a half of my life. I have watched only, I can't even express how much, everyone's like, watch this show, watch the show. I have only watched It's Always Sunny. Uh, that was like me with Survivor for it's a long like, time. Yeah, no, it's, I realized It's Always Sunny is my coping show. There's been a lot of life changes mm-hmm. lately, and I can't handle anything but a whole bunch of terrible people never leaving a bar in Philadelphia. But they say bitch a lot, and I don't like that word at all. Okay. I have my feelings. I have the Leslie, Leslie Nope really convicted me about the uh, use of that yeah, word. Yeah. But they say bitch so much. Um, to the extent where it's like a punchline because they always just every time with a D like you stupid bitch you stupid bitch and now um, I say the word bitch loudly in restaurants very awkwardly <laughs> I'm sorry I forget that people can hear us well you have headphones on too so am I very it? loud be honest I mean, with me it can be quieter got you're it you're fine you're good for trying to make a great show, Kelsey. That's what I know, this is. I, uh, you're right. Long story short, now I hear the word bitch. I don't have, like, the negative. I just uh, fondly think of Mac and Dennis calling D a B word. <laughs> and it's very weird because I hate that word. But anyway, so let's just all talk about It's Always Sunny all the time. Cool. The time. This is oh, now okay. an It's Always Sunny podcast. What are your feelings about Charlie Day? I okay, I watched the first season or two. It gets wow, even better. Wow, total eclipse of the heart going on right We're now. We're going to immediately just break into the pantomime uh-huh. we did for, like, five years uh-huh. of high school. You're going to turn around drugs. I know. <laughs> oh, I was always drugs too, which says a lot. Why was I always drugs? I'm just kidding. I know. I never got to be sex. Why didn't I get to be sex? <laughs> you just didn't have that. I didn't uh, have the. <laughs> I wasn't a sexy fourteen year old apparently. The <laughs> <laughs> no, not me. The private schooler. Oh man. Oh, so anyway, so Tracy, that makes no sense to anyone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's a couple of homeschoolers listening, going like, or people who went people to YouTube who, were who YouTube had and had to do pantomimes to '80s classics. <laughs> <laughs> and but then, uh, but then we had the Spanish version too. Oh no! <laughs> so, so I'm so sorry. Anyways, Please ignore us. Continue. We are catering to our one audience member who is which is like giggling your, like right your now. mom and like my friend. <laughs> right. Continue. Anyway, so they're like, okay, just promote the show. TGS Fridays at 10:30 on NBC. What does he say? I know you he wrote goes, down. NGS Fridays at C30 on TV10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was really hoping he'd say CBC, and I'd be like Canada. Oh my gosh! Uh-huh. Oh, I would have let me say like CBS. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be so funny. <laughs> you know what? They probably made that joke, and then NB- the NBC was like, "No, you can't." That's advertising can't. for the other. You, the we, other already, team. we let all these less moon vest jokes go. You need to stay on. You need to <laughs> stop right. talking about our competitor, I love who was it. beating NBC so badly in the ratings at that point. Hmm. Like, oh, let's be real. CBS is always winning right now, but back then it was bad. Always, it was so bad. So it then cuts to Tracy on Larry King, and it goes shows up with him. Uh, Telling the teen of teen, the plot of Teen Wolf. I wanted. I had another idea for this too. Kelsey, have you seen Teen Wolf? No, I have not. I actually. have not either. Can we try to tell? Can you tell me what? You, can we discuss what we think probably the plot of Teen Wolf is? Okay. So, but I'm pretty sure they play basketball. They play basketball. Okay, I know there's. Basketball. I know his fur like sticks out of his uniform, and it it looks it looks weird. Okay, yeah. And, and does and is it Jamie Foxx? Fo- okay, there. I was just Jamie Foxx. Fox. <laughs> it's so different. I knew there was an That's animal. So different. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fox. That's so different than Michael J. Fox. Their acting styles alone. <laughs> oh my God, Kelsey, that's so. Good. I was there was a J. How do you know that Jamie Foxx's real name J- is Michael, Michael Jamie, Jamie Foxx? Fox. Actually, that's a Halloween costume, <laughs> Michael Jamie Foxx. Yes, but just as Teen Wolf. Exactly. exactly. Okay, yeah. So I think he's he's a child. He's a man. He's, he's a, a he's, child. He's a man. child man. He's a teenager. That, that's, that's what they call a teenager. A teenager. Child <laughs> man is a teenager. Dear Lord, Kelsey. So he's a teenager. <laughs> and. 
he's i think he why does he turn into a wolf i think there's a moon involved right but like was he bit by a wolf i'm assuming that's like te- that's like finier like, grayback that's typical werewolf lore so correct who, unless it's twilight it was very different twilight. do you think he was bit though like as a teenager was he bit as a child he's just been facing this his whole life i'm gonna look up the story of teen wolf and uh, you keep talking, like, because okay, we, I think he, I think he was bit. I think because I think he but was like the was cool, hot dude. Okay, oh, my, like this in is my high guess. school. I think he was like cool and swap because it was dude, Michael he was, J. Like, Fox meeting a girl like under the bleachers, and a wolf was there instead. <laughs> oh, I'm really into this scene. Like, how do you put the light? He's uh-huh. like, Marissa, and he's like, like oh, your hair. You got your hair done. Oh and then my god, like- I, no, 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 too far. He wouldn't <laughs> no? realize okay. at this point. But the wolf attacks him. So then he's like, I'm a teenager, but now I'm a wolf. I guess I'm gonna play basketball still and win the local finals. He didn't tell his parents he thought he could he handle it by it. himself it's true but he had like that one chubby friend he told you know you've always yeah, got that yeah, 80s yeah. friend who's like the sweet kid <laughs> you're picturing the uh like i'm kidding the, i'm picturing like the jonah kid. hill from super bad type i'm of picturing thing. the kid from goonies <laughs> oh yeah what was his name i just saw stand by me so i'm really into 80s tropes right now um <laughs> I'm, i've been watching chunk is the chunk do the shuffle uh the truffle shuffle isn't his name Chunk? Isn't that the Oh, Ch- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I like, we're on Goonies still. And that was, I've seen that movie once. Also, another 3030 we could have done was that last week was Shark Week, and we watched shark movies all day long at work at my office, and it was great. It was but Shark has, Week. It has nothing to do with Teen Wolf. We do though. need to move on. Oh, I got to this stupid TV show. No offense. Oh, that's right. Okay, the TV show is my favorite thing, though, because the creator of that is Jeff Davis, and Jeff B. Davis from Harmontown always gets followers like teenage girls saying, We love you. And he's like, His mm-hmm. bio on Twitter is literally not the creator of Teen Wolf. <laughs> that's really funny laugh. yeah all right so what is imdb well, no, tell what, us we the, need to figure it out okay. so why is he like he's a wolf but also he plays basketball and they have the championship yeah because scholarship yeah it's but gotta be right for the why championship is a wolf game? the animal that's gonna save ba- like if i was to be like all right he's a wolf what sport is he gonna win i wouldn't say basketball i'd be like you know what tennis no i'm kidding tennis. um i would say soccer for sure a wolf Suck. would be good at why? soccer because he's fast okay and he likes, he i likes bet the ball. you know he what to get the ball okay i was gonna say because of Airbud, but i bet Airbud came after this so Airbud sure was inspired Air by this because this. dogs play basketball for sure because i bet that the director or creator of this movie had a dog that like he threw the ball at and could hit it so he's like all right wolves are kind of like dogs and then but how does end does he find a way to not turn into a wolf or does he just embrace oh, no, it no he full-on embraces being a wolf he is very wolf for the rest like of his life the only thing i've seen him like dunking and he's Wolf-like but like spoiler. I mean, like for the like, does the movie end with him just like I'm werewolf, or does he like drink the magic serum that makes him turn into a man full time or a man boy? <laughs> I I can't figure out what this plot is. All right, I'm I'm gonna read this plot written okay. by anonymous the Ooh. hacker group. Yes, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, Scott Howard is a high school student on a struggling basketball team. He desperately seeking another girl who doesn't seem to notice him until he turns into a wolf. No oh, idea why. You know, that's I would notice the boy once he turned into but a wolf. But once it's it's weird how this is just like a weird metaphor for puberty. <laughs> like the, the, the like it, like it's like it was really just a beard. It's his nature erupts. <laughs> you know, um, once a change occurs and is accepted in school and social events, Scott turns into the most liked and talked about person in so town. So it's not he's like a so secret it gets him cool. wolf at all. It's no, like, he's yeah. a secret. I think he is a secret wolf. I just think, but I think like it's like how spider-man gets cool after he becomes spider-man uh, no one knows he's spider-man but he like he saves girls he like catches girls and i was like whoa you're super cool interesting um he gets the girl the basketball team is doing great but he begins to want things to be back to normal however his father warns him about turning to a wolf out of anger oh so he just does it's like a family trait uh, it happens when he's mad scott must watch his anger and he could still win the high school basketball state championships <laughs> Ooh, this one no but so this he gets angry during the game he turns into a wolf <laughs> yeah look at there's so many different bio wow. like, descriptions on um imdb and then we have an ordinary high school student discovers that his family has an unusual pedigree when he finds himself turning into a wolf 
<laughs> cool. So, so wonder, we just explained Teen but, Wolf. There we go. I'm like, I just want to like, did, did that happen? Like, oh, you turned 18. This is now what happens to your body, or is it a puberty thing? But he, but if it's like the championship, he's got to be like a senior in high school type of thing. I feel like. I mean, it's for sure in high school. So Probably must, junior. It must be I'd like say junior because you need to end it, and he would be like, he's gonna be with this girl forever, one yeah. more year. <laughs> That's how it will go. That is so. Teen Wolf. Well, anyway, I'm, I just really wanted to see what we because I knew I had a gut feeling neither of us had seen yeah, Teen Wolf. No, I'm like, what never do seen we it. think Teen Wolf is? <laughs> but they did. I Tracy. think we were pretty close. Why is Tracy so into werewolves though? There's werewolf for Mitzvah oh. and the Miz. He's so into pu- uh, pubescent wolves. That's interesting. I know. This is a. Th- we're gonna have to dig into. Fine, this. Let's find that. Pa- that I bet that pattern. I bet there's got to be one more. At least They're one more. It's three. like a Beetlejuice yeah. thing with the right. third time. That child These just wants her really barking. She was just barking. There's a wo- she a werewolf? Teen wolf. Teen wolf just <laughs> that ran was by a child us. wolf though. Child wolf. That was like a girl child. I watched wolf. that girl child wolf <laughs> Disney Channel original series. <laughs> it's like boy meets world. <laughs> it's child girl wolf. meets world meets teen wolf. Oh my god. Girl goodness. meets wolf. Girl meets wolf. Oh, that does not normally end well. <laughs> I, I made myself laugh very hard with that one. <laughs> that was good. That was but good. I don't. Okay, here's the thing. This is what I'm gonna say. I think that all we really need to say about this Tracy thing because it drives the rest of the plot. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of hand movements. No, right it's now. great. Know why. It's rise for us the plot is that basically he just starts fear mongering. And for the oh, pure totally. love of it, is that and for some reason Larry King, I never watched Larry King. I don't mm. know what his interview style is. I know he's, he's so one of the great. straight in this, like he's straight in a lot of ways. I don't know why I made that joke. <laughs> but he's so straight in this. But I wonder like this whole thing of how he keeps asking Tracy all of these things that Tracy has no knowledge about, and then Tracy keeps speaking in such confidence and causing chaos. It's very entertaining to yes, me. Yes, I loved it. And it just drives the rest of our plot. So I think that's all we need to say about this are there any jokes with this the well, teen wolf thing is what i caught the only great thing was like some of the crawls at the bottom of the screen well, what did the crawls ones say? said like so once it said tracy jordan is the star of who Dat ninja and black cop white cop oh black um, cop white cop <laughs> and then one time it said the u.s economy is sound and then it said tracy jordan has a high school education um and then it showed quoting tracy jordan panic and then, quoting Tracy Jordan, New York is over. <laughs> um, I, I love this, like, weird obsession it. with 1970s New York. It's like a very, it's very much that Carol Kane storyline in uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, mm-hmm. where it's like this classic, it's like this uh, this classic New Yorker with this time when New York was like this dangerous place, so like the real New Yorkers live there, and now it's super gentrified. Yeah. So it's really funny that he's talking about those 1970s, like Brooklyn. Totally. When it was still incredible, when it was so dangerous. But so The only other part about Tracy's storyline, though, is that because he mentions, like, take your money out and hide it some places, and the writers are <gasps> listening to You're Larry right, King I forgot this. about this. Yeah, and so then the guys are suddenly like, oh my goodness, like, Tracy's hidden money at work, so now they're digging and tearing the place apart, only to, this is, because... Because Thirty Rock does this amazingly, where stories converge at the end, um, but they're they're digging and trying to figure out, you know, where is the money? Where is the money? And it's he, such a forced storyline, but yeah. Tracy is so crazy. It's completely it's like it's the safest right. place at Thirty Rock. It's dry and warm, and the top is hard, and the I bottom don't want is. Anyone soft. to describe me as dry and warm? I know, but I don't right? want people to describe me as no, wet don't and warm, say it. So I didn't say it. Thank you. I'm not gonna do that. No. It's my. I might as well just eat on Mike. You know, gross. Uh, but yeah, so then it, it, you, we'll tell you where it was at at the end. Well, here's the thing: Have you ever seen How to Succeed in Business without ever, uh, without really trying? No. First of all, you need to watch that musical. Okay. I know you're hit or miss with musicals. Mm-hmm. You love some, you don't. This is a great musical. It's a mod musical, so it's super okay. that like mod nineteen like mid nineteen sixties Mad Men era about like working in business and this like young upstart guy gets a book that teaches him how to climb. Okay. And this is what Daniel Radcliffe did right after Harry Potter's. He did this on Broadway. Oh, right? got it. Was it a big got deal. it. Got it. 
Um, it's an incredible musical. The 1960s one is amazing. And fun fact, for all you Mad Men listeners out there, uh, Cooper, no, 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 Sterling? Roger Sterling Cooper. Cooper, I think. I forget which ones. Cooper from Mad Men, the crazy boss with Rothko's in his office, is the uh, original J. Pierpont Finch okay. in ha- the How to Scene Business movie. It's an incredible movie. It's an incredible musical. And there's a final, there's a scene where they've hidden a treasure and this one girl blurts out where it is and the, the business, it's in the business, they gets ransacked. So this is, to me, is a recreation. Oh, I think it's an homage to that. I think okay. it's an homage because it's the same thing where everyone's like tearing up offices trying to find it. And someone on TV is giving clues. So maybe they've never seen it, but let's be real. These people are nerds. They've seen they've everything. Seen how does sure. the business? So you should watch that musical. It's I incredible. W- and I've sang it at you more than you would actually think, but no okay. one ever sees, no one knows what I'm saying. They're just like, why are you singing the name Rosemary a lot? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. So anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how that storyline ends with the guys searching for the money. Um, Hi. <laughs> Hello, Teen Wolf is back. Kimmy, uh, child Wolf <laughs> is talking back. to a child wolf mm-hmm. right now. Hi. <laughs> Do you um, want to talk on a podcast? It's fine. <laughs> Run away. Why do I scare all the children? Well, I was so mad at them last time. I know I want them. All I know you me. were so angry at them last time. I know. Okay, so let's talk about Jack and Elisa. Yeah, let's get into Jalisa. Jalisa. So Liz or Jack? No, who? Elisa, the other person. Let's go through all of the characters. Jonathan, no, no, no. Kenneth, no. Alisa. I that has one of my favorite jokes about that this time. Hang on. So, okay. So first of all, like Jack knows that Alisa wants to talk about like they want to have they they want to have a DTR, right? Like this. Oh is the my time god! To have that. Can we explain to the non-Christian okay, audience I what just DTR had this is? Because it's a defined the relationship. I literally just had this conversation so last night with the group of people that I was with, explaining how like I listen to podcasts sometimes, and when they make fun of Christians, they talk about DTRs and side hugs. Fair, <laughs> fair, all of it, fair, accurate. We're, we're terrible at hugs, <laughs> and we like to DTR, and that's a word we use, and we think uh, everyone knows it, and they don't. But anyway, so that. that so Jack and Lisa are DTR. They got to define the well, relationship. She's Catholic. This, this, this applies to her. Yeah. But I love that she walks in, and Jack walks in and goes, Lemon, you're a woman. Of course I am. That doctor was a quack. <laughs> I don't even know why my parents listen to him. And then that follows it makes through sense, the all whole rest of the storyline. Yes, I know. Well, and then I wrote, was she raised a boy? I'm like, is that why she thought that like football, like I know the whole feminist thing, but like she played football in high school because she was raised a boy maybe? No, because they didn't want her to do it, but I get that. Fair enough. Um, and then we no, learned that this Jack and Lisa this plot is This joke is so funny. They haven't had sex yet. Jack I and know. Lisa, we've learned. But and how, how do we learn? Because of how he explains it. It's so, first of all, the way the two of them talk about sex, I would never, like, the idea of talking about that with my boss is so horrifying uh-huh. to me. Um, it my boss doesn't me. like me to say when I have a date. That's true. <laughs> oh, God, Kelsey, stop it. Too much. He thinks I'm 18. That's why. That's also true. But it's just, like, so weird the way they talk about that stuff. Um, but but I also have- love that moment where she's like, Liz Lemon has done it two more times. In 2009, has done it two more times than you. What? What? And then, do not leave a brother hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I wrote, who? with? Oh, like, with Drew. That's right, because she's still with Drew at this point. That's yeah, I know it's true. It must have been with but Drew. also, what a hilarious number! But let's just think about it. You're in a writer's room. You're like, all right, we want her to have it. We want this whole thing that Liz has weirdly had more sex than Jack. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, one. Let's be realistic. Like ten. No, let's be realistic. This is Liz Lemon. She's not having. She's <laughs> like, probably not having sex. They've been together for two weeks, maybe twice. Twice. <laughs> not even. It's been like a week. Like it's yeah, it's twice they've had sex. Oh yeah, you're right. Because the week before it's, is Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. Or is it Generalissimo? I'm mixing well, it up. Well, this is up. the 26th, and Valentine's Day would have been the 14th. So. Exactly. So, yeah. So, twice. It's such a perfect, like, it's it. you couldn't do one. One wouldn't be funny. It's to go one mm-hmm. more. I, this is just logic of my it's brain. So but it's perfect. so funny. 
I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you just get Elisa, like, so because Elisa wants to go to what to Puerto Rico for Christmas, and Jack is like, oh, but I want you to stay here. Well, I could stay here if I knew where this is going. And he's like, but we're <laughs> we're Jalisa, and he holds up the pillow, and Elisa's turned the other way, and she goes, that's lame, Jack, and he tosses the pil- pillow. It was just a joke. Um, which I think is quite hilarious. And I do love it the way that the physical comedy of that scene is great. Yes. And then I love the joke where... Sorry, this child nearly ran in the street and terrified me. that's good. We're fine. Everything's fine. The kid is with his siblings. It was Teen Wolf Child. I had to be back. Yeah, that's true. You know, I wonder if that's how he gets his superpowers. He gets hit by a car. Don't even joke about this. It's making me so uncomfortable. (laughs) I've been been listening to my favorite murder. I've got lots of murdery, brainy things in my head. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Um... And but I just love Jonathan makes the joke. He goes, but what about Jaconathan? <laughs> <laughs> and I love what it. What a so, terrible name. So she just he Jack decides that he's going to stay with Lisa instead of stay at work. Right? Is that what happens? Yeah. No. 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 So Jack. Okay. Okay. Why is my brain so broken right now? Jack um, is talking to her. She wants a real commitment. She wants the time spent with him. Um, and then they're going to have a special night, right? And then he mm-hmm. runs into Brian Stack in the, uh-huh, to Jorgensen elevator, in the to elevator. elevator. God bless Brian Stack. I knew Every you time were, his voice... Don't tell the story. You've told it before. No, I'm not going to tell the story. Every time I hear his voice, I just hear him on Thrilling Adventure Hour. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Brian Stack. Um, God, he was one of the great Conan writers. Anyway, moving on. Oh, yeah, but he's like, have you seen what's going on? He's like, I can't handle that right now, and shuts the elevator on him, basically. Oh, poor Jorgensen. It's just a really hard life. Um, and, then, so, and then the markets are crashing. NBC is going under, basically. But right? even more importantly, Jack and Elisa finally consummated their relationship. So <laughs> Okay, my... I like her, like, little... Okay, no, because... <laughs> red and pink. <sighs> it was red, pink, and orange. I it liked it. It looked great. It was... Okay, break rules, Elisa's Kelsey. Wearing break a rules. Pink robe and has an orange slip on. It works and then so Jack good on her. Jack is wearing red pants. It's a teddy, like, technically, but yes. Whatever. It's just so like oh, there's like nothing. It. It's because their love is fiery, Kelsey. Ugh. It's a visual metaphor. Their their love does not match. <laughs> <laughs> their love clashes. <laughs> You're so weird. No, I love it. But again, she does this like this. The way she moves, it's so funny because the first introducer, she's a very serious, grounding character mm-hmm. for him. But at they suddenly kind of make her a little cartoony. And again, she does oh, she does totally. that crazy the Jessica walk. Rabbit. The yeah, she's very Jessica Rabbit. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. she's a very accurate. She's the way she runs, but then the defeated look, like the way she walks when the businessmen walk in. Oh my I just gosh. When he's like, there, when he's like, you got to come in, we're losing this money. It doesn't matter. There is no amount. Yes, that is the amount. <laughs> so here's the thing this is where I get really split. If she was like his wife of 10 years and that he hasn't been, like, like if it was a, tra- if it was a Tracy and, um, Angie, Angie situation. Yeah. I was going to say Sherry, and I'm like, no, that's no, her actual no, name. Yeah. This is a Tracy and Angie situation. I would kind of get this. It's been 10 years of him doing this. Even if it's this really big thing, it's always been something, right? But this is really new in the relationship. Yeah. And I kind of, my whole thing is like, if the company's going to lose a lot of money, people are going to lose their jobs. Like, yeah. this is going to really, really hurt people. People like, oh, you're going to be poor like the rest of us. No, like, it affects everyone. Right, right, right. Um, this is all ridiculous because the whole point was the action of like, well, he has to make a choice, but a part but of a me was like, come on, on her part. Like, it's kind of like when like the cracks are showing. When like my favorite subreddit is relationships because it's like sitting at Starbucks and eavesdropping on somebody else's conversation as they're talking about their relationship problems. And when somebody gets on there and they're so upset that we've been dating for a month and my boyfriend won't let me go on family vacation with them, I'm like, yeah, you've been dating a month. Like that's you okay. Tell him, and that's like this sort of thing too. I'm like, you guys have really only been together for a month, maybe two. Like. 
it's okay that he needs to help save his company. I know. Like, I it's mean, really okay. Again, I like hear how ridiculous that I even made this point is because this is like a, a TV show and they need like they need a conflict. Yeah. But it just like it just like rubbed me wrong a tiny bit. Um, but also that's me being crazy. So I admit it. <laughs> I'm being crazy. Um, but yeah, I just love I just love the physical. I don't know, man. I just want to see her. I want to see Selma Hayek in so much more because her physical comedy is so good on this show. Totally. I just that again the image of her walking back so upset. Um, I love that. So Tracy's on Larry King. They're still going crazy. Jack calls in to try and explain it, what's happening or whatever. And they're explaining. He, at some point, he s- explains how he was with his girlfriend and she's Latin. And Larry King goes, expand on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Elisa walks into their room and she goes, and it smells like dude in here. Like, oh, man, I don't know. There's just something about the way she says things. It's so funny. And then she has her killer exit line of Jack saying, what's happening here is a once in a lifetime thing. And she says, so am I. Oh, and get, now walks that, out. Here's the thing. At that moment, I was like, Elisa wins. Yep. Elisa wins. She's amazing. And she gets it. Yep. So I, yeah, I take everything back. Be mad, Elisa. You're, she's so great in the scene. Yeah. I side with her. That she that way she ends that and then I love that like she goes outside she's going to Puerto Rico she wants to and then like she's outside and can't get a cab because everybody's like running for the hills basically uh, but Jack was like I'm gonna run out. I'm gonna do the thing like Ro- I'm gonna I was gonna do the whole airport thing like Ross did on Friends and Liz Lemon did in real life um, and then she, uh, and so they end up saying like we're gonna get married we're gonna get engaged I want something real and Elisa says I want a ring so big it's gonna give me back problems. Um, which I is love that. Really, it's really a really, really great descriptor. And then she leaves. I want to go back a minute, though, to okay. that video with Rip Torn. Yes. I just want to talk about <laughs> Rip Torn again. Um, it was, I don't know, I just love his fake hair and his face. He's just so funny to me. To learn that Geist really is all about family. I was like, all right. Well, I'm watching. Which of his family members? So. so funny. I'm watching with at work right now at lunch. We watched two episodes of 30 Rock a day. I w- this is the fun thing. Um, my work is very pro 30 Rock. So <laughs> we talk about it all the time. It's wonderful being around people who just quote 30 Rock as much as I do. I love it. It's uh, it's absolutely incredible, actually. So I'm watching it, and we're at the seasons where we meet Geist's families. <gasps> Um, So he's a family man. He is quite. Oh, he is a family man. He's a family's man. Exactly. exactly. (laughs) Can I tell you when you said that you like being around people that quote. So I you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, I just finished listening to Phoebe Robinson's uh, You Can't Touch My Hair. I haven't finished it yet. So good. She's but so she incredible. the West Wing so much and makes references to She's it. She's so it into it. It makes me so happy. She is just, I find her to be just one of the quick, quickest-witted people. Mm-hmm. Quick-wittedest, well, whatever. I just, I have like 10 minutes left of it, of uh, the incredible Jessica Jones. I haven't started it. Is uh, it good? It's really good. It's fun. I'm all of a sudden like, How I don't cute know. is Chris O'Dowd in it? That's all I care. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I want to see her. I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. I've been also watching the IT crowd. I know I said I was only watching it. It's always funny. I lied. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I pretty much only have. I love it. So that kind of does it for their storyline. But it ends with Elisa saying, I'm still going to go to Puerto Rico. Like, when I come back, oh we'll my discuss gosh. it. Okay, so this is my beef. Yes. Can I have my beef? Yes, please. Give have me your my beef. beef. Um, I don't know why I'm so extra tonight. I'm really sorry. Um, I, I guess this is my problem. This it, this is where it, this show t- takes a very typical sitcom turn. Mm-hmm. Is they want to do the absolute best by story, so they really sell you something. They sell that she's this really amazing match for him. They sell that they're really in love. They sell that he's really committing to her. Yeah. You watch Jack come to like growth, and I get it because I get it because for a show to go, you can't have too much change, all this stuff. But then they just set they immediately for no really clear reason back to start. St- 
day one. And yeah. I know it's because, you, and the reason is because they couldn't afford Selma Hayek for as long. And they wanted to push it off to put it later in season where she comes back right. before the end. Right? Like, they want to do all of that. But it just really bothers me because they work so hard to establish. No, he's grown. No, he's committed. No, this is the woman for him. And then she's just like, I'm going. Here's a video. But also, like, part of me goes, like, she's going for Christmas. or Because she, she's not going forever. Right? Yeah, but... The, but like, well, you're allowed well, to I'm go and visit your family for a couple of weeks. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, not, I'm saying this <laughs> because we know what happens later right, with I, her. I'm saying more annoyed at... This is not being annoyed at this part of the story. It's being annoyed at the beginning that Jack was so upset that she was going to go back and visit her family for... For maybe a week, maybe a couple weeks. I have friends that when it they go like and a visit, month and a half or two months. My friends, it was that, for the winter. Oh yeah, well, although it's February, um, that's true. But like, it's just one of those things where like my my friends when they go and visit their family in the Philippines, they go for four or five weeks. Like that's just kind of what you do. And so I look at this and I'm like, hold up, Jack. Like also, you're a very wealthy man. You can afford. You can go visit her once a week if you wanted to while you're there. Like she wasn't saying I'm moving back to Puerto Rico. I'm never coming back. It's I'm going to go visit my family. But if if but we were committed, kinda, I. Doesn't it feel like it's more like that's the whole thing where she's like, I'm going to go to Puerto Rico for a bit. Like she is taking a step back. That is what it really does Mm. feel like. And it's probably because he drew a line in the sand. But I get what you're saying. I 100% agree. But for me, this is the beginning. I don't think I'm really saying this is the beginning of the end with Elisa. Yeah. uh, Because we know like we've talked about there are other girlfriends. Like there's only been really three at this point. Right. And Jack's no done, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Why is it that? Why do we keep seeing all the people that Jack loves having to make videos for him? That's also a thing. But <laughs> he no. just has like his library of, of all this stuff. And Jonathan. But they're not the videos you think that he would have. <laughs> exactly. And Jonathan. And ah, that's oh private. my gosh, that ending. That's so like, great. Okay, because I, I forgot that that's how that ends. That so it ends with with Jack. He puts in the video that Elisa left him, and then it it's it, it's it's like a an Arrested Development thing, right? Where it's like the video, and then it cuts to Michael. Sarah doing the lightsaber fight. Well, you know what that was a reference to, right? What? Oh yeah, the the, the YouTube dude, the Star Wars kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 the same thing. How like you're watching a serious video and then it cuts to that. Where this you're watching a serious video and it cuts to Jonathan playing the flute shirtless in John in Looking Jack's great. office. Which I'm now realizing that Jonathan plays the flute because Jack plays the flute. Oh, shut up. You're right. Uh-huh. I forgot he plays the flute. Damn he it. He totally plays it because he, like, kicks Condi's butt, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, I because earlier, because when Jack is putting in the tape from Geis, he goes, Jonathan, why is there a camcorder here? And Jonathan gets all nervous. And I'm now, at first I was like, why is he recording Jack in his office? And now I'm now realizing, oh, no, he was recording himself in oh, Jack's for sure. office. Like, he that's, was. That's a thing that happens. I also want to again give credit to where credits due that uh that boob shot is hilarious. Oh and my super gosh, funny. I've never seen boobs used for comedy more in a show, and I think it's super so good. And like in a really weirdly like it's, I don't know if I'd say empowering. That's not right, but like so uh, I don't know. Just in a way that doesn't bother me as much. Sometimes mm. when I see the female body used for things, I'm like I don't like how they're doing this. There's something about the way they use her. Yeah. Where you feel like she's in charge of it. I don't know. Just that that shot where she's like, oh, how do you turn this thing off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> funny. It's uh, it's 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 funny because she can't be anything but sexy. Yeah. Because she's so beautiful, and she I think there's something very funny a, about a that. A sweatshirt and like she's still yeah. It's just so funny to me. <laughs> That's a line from that. That's from the House Sitter, that great Steve Martin Goldie Hawn movie, where she's wearing a giant sweatshirt and leggings, but the sweatshirt comes to her knees, and he's like, "Can you just like do something? What is something less sexy?" 
And it's like she doesn't know he likes her yet, and he doesn't realize he likes her. But he's saying this to her, and she's like so confused. She's like this, and he's like it's just like yeah. And it's it's like how you realize he likes oh, her. It's really how cute. Funny. Spoilers: that movie ends happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I just that's my my beef is the fact that this takes a typical sitcom thing where they like really establish something hard and they take it away from you so quickly, mm-hmm. versus like establishing it slowly and then giving you enough chinks for when it leaves. Got it. I don't know. It's just a it's a thing I feel. Cool. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to the last storyline. Let's get to this Liz stuff. So in the very beginning, while Liz is talking with Jack and she's all excited. Oh, no, 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 no. When when Pete and Liz are talking to Tracy about what you're going to say on Larry King, she gets a call. Pete gets the call and he says, how are you calling me? And she real she picks it up and realizes she left her phone in a cab and it's the, the cab driver wants to hold her phone ransom for $800 because she's a rich lady because she's friends with Tracy Jordan. Yeah. Um, and I just think that's funny. So then the rest of the storyline is her trying to get her phone back because, oh, no, it starts with, is that what it's, no, no, no. It starts with, I have your phone, pay me $800. And then later on, he realizes, why do you have Tracy Jordan in your phone? Oh, you rich lady, I'm going to hold it ransom for $2,000. And s- No, my brain's broken. No, that's right. No, no. It starts with the Tracy Jordan, and then later it's because he finds the picture of her, and so it's for $2,000. That's exactly it. That's sexy. Sorry. Her recreating that sexy photo is so Why funny to I, me. Like, I'm not going to do that in public. That was not what I meant to They're do. They're both there. pointing the right direction, the same direction. <laughs> so funny also but in that moment where jack goes like he asks to see like can he send me the picture like jack makes the comment wanting to see the picture i didn't pick up on that and that's weird yeah it, but he doesn't say no like let me see it but he was like he's like can, he's like can i get his number he says something that like he wants to see this picture which well i guess because to him it'd be really funny it probably yeah it was more the, the comedy i mean let's of it, not look her the, recreating it was pretty dang funny that's very true okay so there's when she picks up the phone and oh because 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 Pete answers his phone and he says this phone was left in my cab by a woman who wears the shirt of a man <laughs> um, and the shirt that Liz is wearing is that maroon long sleeve shirt Button which up. is the same shirt that she and Pete have the same of remember no what? she yeah well because she has the sweater it's it, a, a, but it's a white shirt underneath. But it's it's a maroon cardigan sweater. Type oh, thing, you're right. The ma- you're right. Yeah, I'm not saying the under, but I was that's just laughing. Really and I was funny. Like, if that's literally the same outfit. That that's really, really, wore. really funny. Excellent. Good eye, Kelsey. Also, this is a PSA. If you have Siri on your okay, so like on my phone, I have like Siri knows who I am, right? That I can, you've already given this PSA on the show. Ha- have I about making sure that your Siri is off on your screen when yeah. it's locked? You're very passionate about this <gasps> because it's creepy. You can find people's addresses and phone numbers and recent contacts, and that is terrifying. Like my Siri doesn't like turn off your Siri on your freaking lock phone because people can find you. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, also listen to the Reply All episode from last week. I did. So funny. So good. I saw I, how much you I didn't know you listened to Reply All. I don't. I listened to that episode. You should listen to Reply All. It's fabulous. I have too many podcasts and That's too many fair. audiobooks from Audible to fair listen enough, to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, we need to plug when they get, they need to start giving us money before we plug them this they, much. They, they give us money when people do All right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but Liz is doing, so Liz is going on this huge journey. Yes. Um, to find, to get her phone and no one will go with her, but Kenneth will. Because Kenneth is the best person on earth. But he will only go as a friend because NBC Insurance doesn't cover them out of Manhattan. <laughs> also very, very, very true. I love And he, I love his, his thing with Liz. Just say it. Say I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so intense, so sweet. We are currently recording a podcast. 
We have, do you know the TV show 30 Rock with Tina Fey from a couple yeah. years ago? It's a, it's a podcast called Talk 30 Rock to Me, and we talk about the show 30 Rock. So how can we find you and listen to you just go. Uh, you just go. Well, this is great. We're gonna plug if our show. If you go to any your podcast app on your phone, you can search "Talk Thirty Rock to Me," and we'll pop up. Our our logo is black with a little Night piece cheese. of cheese in it. it this is <laughs> literally we just talk this. about a TV show. It's very silly. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're recording. It's a recording. This yeah. is all gonna be in the show, so yeah. I don't edit it. So this is making it. <laughs> Thank you. Have fun, guys. <laughs> Night, guys. Bye. Oh, the, the fans. I mean, this life. I love it. It's so hard, you know, just being loved this the, way. The struggle is so. I didn't know we had so many fans in Downey. I know we're big. We're pretty big here. I told you the tours are happening. Totally. The Sex totally. in the City style tours, but <laughs> they just yell blurg as they run down the street. Mm-hmm. So. But what I, what I find really interesting is, so first of all, Liz is like, okay, well, Liz wants Kenneth to help, but I love how she tells everyone about the adult photo, but she can't manage to tell Ken about it. Right, right. That she really thinks he's going to judge her and about then, it. F- oh, okay, so because her excuse is that she has a video of the, her grandma singing her a, a lullaby, and her grandma just died. I just, like, I just tell, just tell him. But, like, also, so she starts singing, like, 99 Red Balloons, right? But in non German. Non das Luf- 99 like, Red Balloons is originally German. Right. What I was like, I feel like that legit could have been a, quote, lullaby that a grandma might have sung. Like, you know what I'm... Do you know what 99 Red Balloons is about? Uh, but it's, like, a fun tune. Yes, I know. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like it could have been something. Okay. I guess. I guess. Maybe I not. guess. I just can't imagine a grandma singing this big anti-war song. Uh, well, you never know. I mean, hey, some grandmas some are pretty German liberal. Thing. Some grandmas are woke. You know. Um, <laughs> um, okay. but so, Okay. So, Kenneth's like, yo, I'm going to go with you. We're going to run downtown or whatever. So, they come up out of the subway. Did you see the sign? So... Yes, I did. So, first of all, they come up on Zergonia Avenue, which is weird. But in the background, there's the ad. Is there a Zergonia or they just make that I have, up? I meant to I look like it up, it. but I didn't. I just liked it at Zergonia. And there is an ad for Janie Jimplin. Janie Jimplin. <laughs> which is so And then as they're walking, Kenneth gets spray painted while he's walking. He gets tagged. It's <laughs> so funny. So oh, great. I got tagged. I just love the idea of tagging people. Don't do it to me, but I just think it's funny. I, I love the idea of it. Um, but and then, I, but when when Liz is like, "Oh, my grandma sang lullaby," and he goes, "Was it the day is done, my sweet? For the lambs have been decapitated." <laughs> you even catch the like the uh, tone he takes. It's so funny. <laughs> He's so happy about it, and I love it so much. Um, and so then they get down there, and so. Yeah, because they get, they get down there, and he's trying to... She didn't bring the money, right? She decided not to bring the $2,000 to get her... Oh, no, she decides to go down there by herself, and Kenneth leaves her because she's now realizing, like, oh, I'm here to help you get your booby picture back because mm-hmm. she describes it, and he's not here on friend business. She's saying that you're not my friend, so he's like, I'm breaking NBC rules. I have to go back. Ken right. leaves, but then he comes back. But then he comes back and That's saves the best the day. part. Classic Kenneth. Always Kenneth is always the hero of the story, you know? It's so great. It's uh-huh. so fantastic. And then um uh, What is that from? Oh, sorry, I was like, where is that quote from? I remember what that is now. Um and so then he shows back up and she's like, I didn't bring the money, just give him my phone back. And he's like, You need to give me the money. And they're hearing overhead Tracy explain that my money's in the safest place at 30 Rock, dry and warm, top is, the top is hard, the bottom is soft, and it moves all the time. And Kenneth realizes he's the place where Kenneth is where Tracy's saving his money. That's me. They're, so, so, they're he, so connected. He rips open his wonderful page jacket that he loves so much and there is just money sewn into his page jacket. There's always money in the banana stand. Um 
and it's so great. And so I love that Kenneth just goes, I would thank you to give the lady its phone back. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they just Pepper this with like Pepper and more gender jokes. Got it. Right? It's so good. It and works really well. And then Liz is like, we are friends. We're actually friends. And then she, Kenneth invites her, says, I'm having an asbestos removal party. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, I'll totally be there. That just sounds great. Um, but that mostly that covers the episode. Yeah. I've said my piece. I got stuck on. I was like, "Where does this quote come from?" And it was when when they when they pull out the tape from Geis and uh, and Ken and Jack goes, "Do we even have a VCR?" And Jonathan says, "I keep a VCR so I can watch your old football tapes." <laughs> uh, I love how this like it's such an excuse they'd explain it. Right. Oh, and then John- Jonathan had some good lines because then he goes, was a good I think episode. we should listen to Tracy Jordan and panic, sir. <laughs> and Tracy says, th- so I'm now like going through like all my favorite lines. Uh, d- Tracy says, I think the Disneyification of New York is over, everyone. I really dig that. I've actually I had a friend write the, uh, about the Disneyfication of things, particularly dis- Disneyfication of noir. And then I read a really oh. good article about um, the Disneyfication of city design. Oh, interesting. I actually could t- I would love to talk about the Disneyfication of anything. Because mm-hmm. it's a fascinating topic, right? It's because true. people know what you mean when you say that. Like, there's actually a very, like, have you ever heard of Celebration Florida? I've been there. You've been to Celebration? Because that's where Give Kids the World is. The you're right. Where you go if you're on a Make-A-Wish trip, you stay there. That You I'm stay in Celebration. Yeah. Celebration is fascinating Because that's where me. we went on our tri- our Make-A-Wish trip. That's where we stayed. That's so interesting to me. A long time. It was like, there was like the little like lake or pond or whatever, like the river. And there was like a pirate's boat there. And you had like a Mickey phone in your room. And like, yeah. It's so crazy to me how you could take real life and Disneyfy it. And how much people, I don't know. It's just so interesting. So the Disneyfication of New York, though, cracks me up. I never realized like being an Orange County kid, like spoiled, like Disneyland was home basically. And I didn't realize, and I like there was Disneyland and Knott's Bayer from, and Knott's always had the better rides, but Disney was Disneyland. And, and I liked them both, but it wasn't until I went to Six Flags for the first time that I realized like, oh, like Knott's and Six Flags are one way and Disneyland is different. Like it wasn't until I noticed just that, that difference. Like I just thought that like, oh, Disneyland and Knott's are different. I suddenly realized like, no, Disney's just on a different level. No, Disney's very particular. And um, how do I say this? We had a unique experience growing up because Disney is... I learned about the world through Disneyland when usually it's supposed to be the opposite, right? You like mm. live in the world and then you come to Disneyland and you're like, whoa, this looks like all these places. How yeah. great. But for me, I remember being in New Orleans and being like, this looks like the French Quarter in right, Disneyland. Right, right. Or I remember being, I remember being in downtown LA and being like, this looks like that alley at Disney in California Adventure. Yeah. Like, I, it's really weird how the world looks like to me. The world looks like Disney. Th- like, the world got Disneyfied for me because I grew up at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, versus the other way where it's supposed to make it feel like. You, Disneyland's supposed to feel a safe version of the world. The world feels like a more dangerous version of Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Have you ever played Epic Mickey? It is all just the scary version of Disney. Oh, no, I have not. I do not plan on it. So what are your favorite well, lines? Well, we had a Frank hat. Oh, we do have a Frank hat. What that is it? I don't remember. Um, emotional friend. I did not write down. I wrote him out in the next episode, but I didn't write these. Um, and then there was one other. He was wearing a shirt that was referenced by somebody else. Uh, that said it was moral oral and somebody the, one of the writers or something had to do with something moral or I can't remember what it was like it's like a, a sketch that somebody else was involved in or something um, but then there was this whole the AV Club article was talking about how we keep giving half facts I, I give most facts I give full facts most of the time. Most, I'm not knocking. I'm just like, how do we keep giving half facts? You I, mean, I can't remember anything tonight. I just can't remember this is going to bother me because I'm pretty sure I got this on um IMDb. 
please hold you talk about your favorite one i'll talk well i'll talk about i found the music delightfully magical i love again how the music again it's always the music interacting with kenneth and the way the music plays around kenneth what's going on with him Mm -hmm. and i find it wonderful but i have two favorite lines i um first one is one i say often which is i'm coco for cuckoo puffs cuckoo poofs that's That's what she says she goes the whole world is coco for cuckoo poofs and I think it's deeply funny, and I like to say that a lot. What's your fa- what's your fact? That's it was. Uh, Frank can be seen wearing a moral oral T-shirt throughout the episode, which was frequently written by and produced by co-star Co- Scott Adsit. Got it. Oh, interesting. Get it, Scott yeah, Adsit. I knew there was something. And then I just read something either. The show's twenty-two Emmy nominations in two. So season three had twenty-two Emmy nominations. Damn. I didn't even realize that. Damn. We're not done with season three, but okay. But so um, in the AV Club article, they were talking about how so uh, Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal mm-hmm. had a response to Obama's um, State of the Union in oh whatever year that was, 2015, I think. Um, and there was just this whole thing about how um, I don't know why it was on the notes for this episode, but it was talking about how like his uh, the governor his persona is very kenneth-esque um and like so it the, was just I don't, this was the name bobby jindal is very familiar but i can't i i'm terrible at these yeah things. that it said and uh on the interwebs we're comparing his boyish southern lilts to kenneth the page on 30 rock and then kenneth as jack mcbrary issued a quick and very funny response on jimmy fallon's show and you can find I the link i'll send it to you. i don't know remember why that was on this ab club article the guy who wrote this article wasn't the normal guy and so we had kind of a weird like facts at the top of it interesting Whatever. interesting um, but as far as my, I'm like, I just said a whole bunch of other, um, lines that I liked, but, oh, I did like that, um, Tracy, it was kind of interesting. It's very profound. I feel like that Tracy ended up saying, I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion, which I feel like everybody should just start their sentences that way when they're talking on certain shows. Like if That's like, an I'm point. not an expert, but I just have a strong opinion and here it goes like, cool, share your strong opinion. That is totally, totally okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. Oh, I, my favorite line is uh, is Tracy saying "Devil's avocado." I was going to say, say it too. I think uh, people should freak the geek out. I think it's just the way he's like well, "Devil's avocado." Devil's like, avocado. He says it so sincerely; it's it, absolutely delightful. It's so good. No, those are my favorite lines. We nailed it. All right. Well, I think that wraps up Larry King. I think we just or Jalisa covered it. Jalisa. Jalisa, it's coming. <laughs> uh, Kimmy, where can people find you? People can find me at, at kimchilucas.com. I am I'm rather sorry. boring. At kimchilucas.com. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm really did you tired. get a website? I hope you buy that domain and between now and next week. And it's at Nope, it's at kimchilucas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an idiot. At Kim G. Lucas on Instagram and anywhere else. I'm pretty boring lately. But if you're lucky, you can see Insta stories of the wedding I'm in and the bachelorette party, which was crazy. But the only part I shared of it was us putting napkins on our heads because we're funny. Very true. Yeah. So um, at Kim G. Lucas, please, uh, September 12th, I am producing a show at the Nerd Melt. Um, more info coming. But just, you know, come to the Nerd Melt September 12th. 
do it. It's going to be great. I like it. And then second Wednesday of every month, radio picture show. Please come. It's going to be great. We always have an incredible lineup. The stories are amazing. I got called a racist at the last one. Nice. Fun fact. It was on. I, I, I you were wasn't. trying to keep that under wraps. I'm just kidding. Just I kidding. wasn't <laughs> trying. I know, right? I was trying to let people not know I was racist. No, it was really embarrassing and it was funny and the guy was joking, but I felt terrible anyway. And I wasn't Aww. trying to be racist. I'm not. But also we all are a little bit and I own that. I'm trying to be better oh, in every way. But it, see, now people are going to think I did something actually racist. I didn't. I played a song and he made a joke about it, but it was an accident. I didn't do anything racist. I promise. <laughs> but it happened and I was really embarrassed. I'm probably going to have to cut this out. You can find me places <laughs> <laughs> at Redheaded Blonde on Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, you can find our podcast places at Talk 30 Rock to Me. Mm-hmm. Send us emails, talk30rock to me at gmail.com. Ooh, do. Leave us reviews mm-hmm. and comments and love, and yeah. we appreciate that. We always do. Have we had any fun tweets lately that you remember? I keep forgetting to check. When they do, it's great. You just always talk to people. I'm just like in my own la-la land. And I interact. Then. You're if you're talking to us, you're probably talking to Kelsey. Probably. But I'm game. To well, you know what's it. so funny is I've thought about like signing the tweets, but like people know me as Kelsey Lane and you as Kimmy Lucas. So I could sign it KL and they would, <laughs> <laughs> like, that really wouldn't help. Well, why do we have the same? Because um, I don't want people to know my last name. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that about does it for today for us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Next week, we'll also be at this restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Or my car. (laughs) Or in the parking lot. Bye. Bye. and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.